All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official start of season two for the VC podcast. Honestly, I feel like it's just another year, not really divided by any specific point in time either. It's just a random, random weekday in March. But let's get going. This is technically episode 53. So thank you for joining us. If you are uh, new to the podcast, it is pretty simple to follow along. We'll talk a little bit about last Sunday, this next Sunday, some announcements, and then maybe some randomness at the end. I am your host for today, Zach. And I'm on Zoom with Luke. Uh, I'm sorry, Jonas. I just now noticed that you changed your name to Johnny Lark on Zoom. I'm here with Jonas as well and Andrew. How are you three doing? Well, buddy, doing great. Have you just been waiting for me to notice? Or yeah, you know, that's just, fantastic. Just let it happen naturally. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> uh, wow. All right, let's move on. We'll jump right into it, uh, listeners. We're glad to be with you. I didn't notice. If you've been listening from the very beginning, we appreciate you as well. So you'll for sure be able to follow along with the format. Uh, Last week, we had a few sermons. Faith is forgiving. And so we're going to focus on discussion question number two. And I have closed the document as always. Why not? It is right here. I'll just go ahead and read that for time's sake. What are some misconceptions about forgiveness? that make it difficult for you to walk in forgiveness? I think some of those were things that I think Scott and Jonas touched on on Sunday, right? What forgiveness is not. And we can kind of get in that of thinking, you know, forgiveness is forgetting or that I've never, you know, I'm never going to even be confronted or feel the the pain of this hurt again. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. It's us re- releasing, releasing that bitterness um, that we're holding on to, and releasing that person from that. Yeah, I, I think so. I thought they did an, an excellent job coming up with the points. I loved uh, touching on the radical forgiveness. It's difficult for us to to, <laughs> to comprehend and to understand that it's necessary for us to to live a life of radical forgiveness, to forgive people even when they don't deserve it or whenever we feel like they don't deserve it uh, because that's that's what Christ would have us do. I know that in, in my life it's been difficult to, to just say, yeah, you hurt me, but it's okay, no big deal, you know. Uh, and obviously it goes deeper than that, just a surface level. You, you hurt me, let's move on. I mean, Andrew's 100% right. You know, we need to focus on more so what it's not. It's not that we just – that we're going to forget. It's just that we forgive anyways, and that we move on. It was yeah. good. I don't have much substance to add to that. It kind of covered where I would go. For me, the thing that hit hardest about Sunday's sermon was that, you know, the, the reality that it's not forgetting. And I think a lot of that tends to be focused on the person who got hurt. You know, if you've been hurt by somebody or they've sinned against you, and it's uh, it's something where you can say like, oh, well, I can't just forget about that. But it goes the opposite way, because as a person, I'll say personally, I have an easy time. Uh, you know, I have never I don't think I've ever been hurt like severely. Um, but, you know, like smaller things, I, if I feel like it's easy to forget just to be like, it's not even a big deal. No biggie. Didn't even happen. Um, so I almost expect that from other people when I hurt other people, because nobody's perfect. We all do things that will hurt others. Um I expect them to be like, no biggie, we'll get over it. It's no big deal. I'll just, it didn't even happen. And so then when that doesn't happen, then I'm almost, you know, 
what the heck? Well, I yeah, do the offended. same, you know, so um, it, it's, it's almost a reality check in the opposite way as well. So I, I felt convicted about that. Like, yeah, that means that I don't get to just brush off stuff I've done. You know, we all face that reality. All right, we'll move on. This Any final thoughts on that, guys? Nope. This week, uh, Palm Sunday. Uh, I always really like Palm Sunday. I don't know what it is, but it has a different vibe from every other Sunday. Yeah, dude, it, it's an exciting, it's an, ex, it's, I guess it's opening up to um, the week for why we believe what we believe. So I guess it creates this atmosphere, you know, that, uh, I do agree with you. It's, it is an exciting week, and I'm excited, too, to be doing a song I've never led before. Uh, apparently, we've done it here, but shout Hosanna, Christian Stanfield. So we'll be rocking some Hosanna this week. Andrew and Jonas, you all have sent, I think, this week more song recommendations that I have never heard than <laughs> in any other week of, of my life, I think. Um, you guys seem to be this, this I don't know, this uh, human database of cool versions of hymns and such. So it's been really cool to see those pouring in as we're, you know, as Luke's kind of like putting pen to paper, getting different input for, for Easter and good Friday. And uh, that's been really cool. Where do you get, do you guys spend a lot of time? Sorry to get on this tangent. Do you guys spend a lot of time like searching for new music or is it just stuff you've kind of run into as pastors? And that's a question for you too, as, as well, Luke. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of something that I've just, run into most of it. Uh, I led church at the, led worship at the church where I was before. And so we did about half, like 50, 50, as far as like older hymns and newer worship music. And so that kind of forced me, you know, put me down that path where I was kind of looking for a lot of those versions of hymns and ways to do those. And also just, I mean, yeah, kind of is what, I grew up with too, and those have meant a lot to me. And so, so yeah, I'd say it's just kind of been more natural as far as like things that experiences that I've had have kind of pushed me in that direction. That's pretty yeah, awesome. I, I, I'm no, sorry. Go ahead. No, sir. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we talked about this on a podcast before, but I feel like I just think in terms of music sometimes, like I, <laughs> for, for anything that I'm thinking of, I can figure out a song that goes with it. So yeah, I, I have some weird database of songs in the back of my head that I can just pull from at any given moment. That's pretty awesome. I feel like I've, I felt like I was pretty versed until you guys came around, and and uh, I'm blessed and thankful to have you guys, all these incredible different versions of songs. But I think mine, I, I just listen to like Elevations playlist or Christian radio playlist and whatever cycles through, you know, things that we haven't heard. I'm trying to pick new things up a lot um man you guys you guys are just hearing some things that aren't on that <laughs> that aren't on those playlists i guess they're pretty awesome you've introduced me to some cool stuff that's been kind of this really cool thing kind of coming from the outside perspective like you know obviously i lead worship at south wilson but luke is the man in charge technically when it comes to uh the worship of valley creek as in a musical sense and planning worship services that thing luke is the man on that um so I don't really, in a sense, have to jump into these big pools of playlists and see what what's where God's leading me next. But it has happened, you know, things that pop up on, you know, the Apple Music Christian playlist or things like that. And then uh, 
I think Andrew and I share this just a little bit. I, I grew up in a small Methodist church. And so I have this pool of maybe 50 songs, hymns that I'm, some I'm learning are not popular at all. Like nobody knows them. And then other ones I'm like, oh yeah, I have this weird warped idea of what they actually are. Cause no one read music in that church. Um, but no, it's just really cool. It's, we have so many musicians on staff now. It, it's kind of crazy. Zach, it's funny that you brought that up. Andrew, Jonas, I'm still learning you, bud. So I don't know what your, what your entire history is, but Andrew could probably <laughs> relate to some of that in, in the little church that we grew up in. It was even less. We had a, we had a, a guy who played piano by ear, very talented guy, but there were about 10 songs they did. And it was over and over just 10 songs. And I'm not even like year after year, it was the same, the same songs, you know, from the time I was born until middle school when when we went to another church it was just those same 10 songs and so for me when people were like hymns i I automatically think there's only 10 of them so (laughs) so you know so when andrew's like check this one out i hear it it's it becomes emotional it's ingrained in me they're beautiful words very poetic there are so many beautiful hymns out there uh that that still speak today Uh, i think it's amazing that andrew has the knowledge on hymns that he does my personal favorite if we're talking hymns, bringing in the sheaves. You guys know that one? One of those, one of those <laughs> random random B-sides. Yep. Anyway, we did yeah. that one all the time. Deep, I had to Google there. what bringing in the sheaves meant. So, <laughs> so anyway. you, that actually just offended me uh, oh, several years ago. Several years ago, I was leading worship at another church. And a gentleman actually came up to me after his, after his service because he didn't like the newer songs. And he was like, can we get some uh, bringing in the sheaves or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was if like, you're going oldie but goodie. I was like, no, we can't. So <laughs> maybe we should we should maybe schedule pencil in a podcast where we just talk about old hymns that we love. Let's do it. But so let's. Let's turn our focus right now to this coming Sunday. It is Palm Sunday, like we said. Um, I have a tentative title here. Uh, maybe, Jonas, you could confirm. Do you have a title for this Sunday's sermon? I know yeah, you're, well, you're a well, self-proclaimed not title guy. but Yeah, I'm not that eloquent is the problem. Um, no, we had, when we were kind of planning originally, we were just talking about how faith is guaranteed deliverance. Um, but the, the topic is is really just about suffering, which along those lines, I was kind of doing some prep yesterday and it hit me. We didn't plan it this way, but you know, we're, we talked about Palm Sundays coming up and then, you know, Easter's the Sunday after that, but that we like, so we got two Sundays of celebration, but that week in between is largely a week marked by Jesus's suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happens, you know, in God's providence, not our planning that this week we're talking about suffering. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's been kind of interesting. The The graphic design work for the Faith Is series it has a series of colored squares, different color squares, and uh, those were put in at random. The only purposeful one that I did is that the one that lands on Easter Sunday is purple, which is very cool or very cliche, depending on how you look at it. Um, yeah, but the one for this week ended up being a black square or a dark gray square. So very interesting that suffering would land on a, a topic of this Sunday. Crazy stuff. All right, uh, listeners, you can attend. We would love to see you at church in person if you're uh, safe and comfortable with that. 
9 and 1030 at Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson, and all those services are live streamed on vcbc.org. Let's move on. Just a few announcements here. Don't want to spend a ton of time on those. One, attendance has been great. It's been awesome seeing people who are committed to prayer and to bringing their kids to uh, midweek events or Sunday night events. Those are still going on. South Wilson, Wednesdays at 6 p.m., Springfield Road, Sundays at 6 p.m. We'd love to see you out. Uh, there is a an adult just catch-all uh, prayer group, uh, prayer meeting rather, and uh, it's just been really awesome. Those are live streamed as well. And then so obviously if you're bringing your kids and students, they have events those evenings as well. Also, we have a whole slew of Easter events, different services going on. Uh, I do want to put a challenge out to our listeners. Instead of me telling you the rundown of when every service is, we'd love for you to go check out the website. And that'll just be some fun uh, homework for you to go check out our Easter schedule. It is on pretty much every announcement media that you could you could dream of. And uh, also, we have uh, a, just a really renewed focus this year on the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. And uh, that goes to to support and just really replenish the needs of North American missions. And so we'd love for you to check that out. You can find more info at, I think it's AnnieArmstrong.org or .com, Andrew. Do you know? .com, I believe. .com. But it's on the website. You can also find those links there. And uh, you can give to that offering as well. So our goal this year is $5,000 as a church. And uh, we believe through your faithful giving that we can do that. And so, again, that's not something we're like, hey, give Valley Creek some money. We're like, that's going to support North American missions. And we would love for you to get behind that this year. All right. Any announcements you guys felt like we should also hit on? Build those. All right. Moving on to a segment we like to call, Did Anything Interesting Happen to You This Week? Hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing a lot of work on the house and yeah, not, not a lot of exciting. I mean, it is exciting, but it's like, you know, nothing that anybody wants to hear about on a podcast. Yeah. I don't know if this is interesting either, but kind of, I wasn't really sure how I was going to, React when all the March Madness games came on TV this year, not being, not seeing my favorite team on the board and playing in those games. But I watched a lot of basketball last weekend and it was, it was a lot of fun. And so that was a good time and kind of a something that, you know, haven't had in a couple of years and it was good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm fasting from the NCAA tournament, I think. Maybe I'm just a sore loser, but I have not watched the first second. Like I don't think I've seen a highlight. I haven't seen anything. So pretty amazing. Like all, that, it's pretty amazing though that you're you're still winning that bracket challenge. It's, it's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, guy hasn't watched basketball, but he's winning. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's great. I, I started school this week. Uh, for the 15th time since I've been out of high school. So uh, worship studies program at Liberty. I'm very excited to be doing that. And I'm also trying to figure out what I was thinking by starting <laughs> right before Easter. So <laughs> you can do that's, it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's you awesome. got it. That's awesome. Um, Thank you guys for the support. Just be praying. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, 
I took a week off this past week, and uh, thank you to Andrew for hosting our podcast anniversary. That was super cool to just listen to that episode on the ride home. Uh, Taylor made fun of me because I laughed at myself. I, I said something, I guess, that I found funny afterwards. So she was like, what the heck are you doing laughing at yourself? Um, so that was good to take a little time away. Uh, I was you, you talked about watching a lot of uh, basketball. I guess I'm turning into an old man because when we were uh, away, the place we were staying, obviously they had cable TV. And so I throw it on one night and the History Channel was on. <laughs> and so then I just got addicted. And so I spent like the next three or four nights just like, oh, can we turn on History Channel? <laughs> so it's my newfound obsession. Yeah. So was it history or like the alien? Oh, stuff? it was it was like, um, well, I kept bouncing forth back and forth between History Channel. They would have like the foods that built America. Uh, that one was awesome. Uh, Modern Marvels was cool. And then what's the channel where they have like American pickers and stuff like that? Is that storage wars like that kind of television yeah, gotcha. about yeah. where it's like i don't know just kind of lighthearted almost stuff but no i got addicted to that but then when you get home it's not the same like i haven't watched it since i've been home so exciting week guys we are just you really you really let your hair down on vacation huh <laughs> yeah i mean that's how i let i read a book and a half you know even that was that was a light pace for me you know just taking it easy <laughs> That's incredible. Sounds like a good week. It was good. It was good. Thank you for uh, filling in uh, on the various things that, that had to go down while I was gone. So, All right. Any final thoughts on that? Any, any super interesting things you guys? Oh, I remember I did that. Nope. All right. We will move on. It is appropriate that you guys would bring up sports because our question for the end of the podcast today, <clears throat> if you, assuming that in this scenario you were good at this sport that I'm gonna about to ask you about, so don't think about like what you're good at now. But if you were famous for being really good or even like the best at a specific sport, which sport would you want that to be and why? Hmm. Okay. Is <laughs> is is driving a race car considered a sport? <laughs> I think that is a big question. I think it is. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh, well, that's the easy answer for me, just because I once did it. But I could probably come up with something more creative after these other guys answer. Jonas, who is who would who do people? Where is their consensus that there is like the best driver in the world? Is there like one guy that everyone's like, yeah, he's the best? Well, it's like most sports. There's a debate. Most people sure. are probably going to say. Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty, uh, maybe Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. I don't know. Pro probably one of those four. It does seem to be one of those. They debate a lot about it, you know? Yeah. There, there's no clear-cut answer, just like every other sports debate. All right. So Jonas wants to be a famous race car driver in this scenario. It, when I'm forcing his hand, he says famous race car driver. What about you guys? I'm a little bit torn. I personally enjoy playing basketball the most of any sport that I've ever played. And so I think I would probably choose that one, but then there's also something to be said for, for golf, I think, because I mean, like you could play golf until you're, I mean, like a very, like very, very old and just yeah, continue I mean, to <laughs> be able to play at a high level. That's like true. In, 
So I don't know. That's Are you the a golfer? Anybody? There. N- I would not say that. No, I Do have you- golf clubs. I occasionally play. Like, Do you like it? That's the question. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Cause I love to go, but I am terrible. And that's not me being modest. Like I'm legitimately terrible, but I still love going. I am too. And I once had somebody say to me like that I was playing with, he was like, I don't really understand why you're so bad. It was like, (laughs) it was like, you're, it was like, you're a relatively athletic person. So So I don't know. I guess I, I tried to just take that as a compliment on the, athleticism that he was observing and just left the rest of it alone. So mine would be baseball. And I'll leave a short answer because I wish I would have played baseball because I coach a whole lot of it to have never played it. Hmm. You never played baseball? Never played it. Wow. I played it when I was little, but that doesn't count. I should have played it in, in high school, but I didn't do it. I stuck with football, and now I coach a lot of baseball. I'm with you, man. I wish I would have played baseball because I was – I'm like you. I played when I was younger, and I've had people tell me after the fact, like, man, you look like a baseball player. And I'm like, well, I never really played. So, Mm. But I think I could have played. Yeah, I think I could have. I would have been a great catcher or third baseman or something, but no, I should have played it. I think – we talked about this a little bit before we started. I think it would be cool, one, to be the best player of something that is not very common or heard of very often. Like, Jonas and I, who we were joking about someone playing badminton. I'm like, that's a legit sport, but could you imagine? <laughs> you got to see this guy on the badminton court. Um, I'm too selfish, too self-involved, I think, and that's a character flaw, but to be on, like, a team sport where they're like, oh, he's the best, but that makes that team the best. I don't know. Sharing the glory doesn't sound good oh, in this yeah, scenario. Gotcha. <laughs> but I think I would probably go for like long-distance running if they're like, man, this guy's the best long-distance runner in the world. I just think that sounds like a cool vibe, you know? Plus, there is like a community of people around running that would be like, oh, have you seen Alexander's running form? I don't know. It just sounds cool to me. Any sport, and you're going to pick running? I'm pick long-distance running. I just think that would be so cool. <laughs> I would have I would have been like racquetball or jacks or something before running. Like I'd rather That's just I, throw dice. Like <laughs> I mean, racquetball is already so hard. I couldn't imagine being amazing at racquetball. You would have to be like the flash in there or something. I picture everyone that plays racquetball, like the guy from Dodgeball that has the goggles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all have to do that with elbow pads and stuff. Uh, Taylor and I have a monthly challenge. It's called Couple Goals. It was our Christmas gift this past year. And uh, our goal for March, which we have actually was for February. I'm really behind on this, guys. Don't judge me on that. <laughs> was to try a sport together uh, that neither of us have tried. And it was supposed to be racquetball. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, let, let me know. All right, guys. I think what we're getting from this is that we should all just let's go play some sports. I feel like we should – the weather's breaking on us a little bit here. We should definitely start playing some golf. I think once a week, Thursdays will be golf day. Some actual golf. I'd be down for some disc golf. I just don't know about – I don't know about like this. I'll go play disc golf. I'll just just drive the cart. No, it is. Being honest, I think regular (laughs) golf, I'm afraid I'll be so bad at it. 
You'll fit right in. Yeah, you can play with me and Jonas then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, gosh. I haven't played golf in a long time. There's no telling what it would be like. But it's fun. I love golf. I'm not that good at it, but I love it. It Here's is me. the most frustrating game in the world, but it is fun. Okay, I'll, I'll play with you guys as long as I can get a putter that looks like a hockey stick. Uh, oh, quick, okay. quick, Yeah, absolutely. We'll make that happen. A quick story. <laughs> first time I ever played golf, Johnny Spray took me years ago playing in Little Rue County. The first hole is right behind the line of houses. Never swung a club in my life. Rear back, hit the ball, shank it right into the back of a house, and we pick up and move on. Oh, Pass. no. We'll just go on. <laughs> we, played, we, we played best ball from that, <laughs> from that day on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure the house was okay. I'm sure it was fine. Didn't go over there and check. We just peaced out. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't the first direct hit they'd taken. Correct. I'm sure. <laughs> they live, they live on a golf course. They yeah. know what's going on. They signed up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, this has been a good one. I think it's it's been a fun uh, start to season two. Like we said on episode 52, our season one finale, we do plan on having a lot of uh, community partners and other people. You know, it's fun for us to chat about golf and talk about uh you know, forgiveness within a, the context of sermons, but it, it's really our goal this season to to bring in some some outside uh, voices and to hear what they have to say about their ministries and and going forward from there. Any final thoughts, guys? No, no. Nope. All right. Um, totally just blanked. I guess we'll end the podcast there, listeners. Hope you're having a great day. Hope it's really great, even from here on out. And. Uh, if you're hearing this early, there is a prayer meeting and uh, some Wednesday events going on at South Wilson tonight. So hope to see you there as well. Hope to see you Sunday. Who would like to pray for us to end the, the pod? I'll be glad to. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful today for the hope that we have in Jesus. We're thankful for um this day that you've given us uh, the opportunity to to serve you, Lord, the the blessings that you pour out on us every day, God, uh, that we often don't take time to as much time as we should to to stop and and just acknowledge, Lord, that you've given us uh, you've given us life and and joy and purpose and um, people around us, Lord, who who love us and who. Uh, point us to you, Lord. And so we pray that you would uh, just help us to be be more grateful in that. And even as we think about the forgiveness that you've extended to us, Lord, help us to be a people who extend that forgiveness and that grace to, to those around us, God. We pray for uh, Valley Creek and for all of our, our members, Lord, that you would continue to uh, watch over them, protect them, uh, that you would uh, lead them and guide them as we seek to to follow your will and to live on mission for you. Just a loving, living, and leading God, and helping people to see to see your love and leading them closer to Jesus. That's what we want to be about. We pray that you would help us keep that at the center. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.